Welcome to the Adopting Joy podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Joy Ryan. It's my passionate mission to share inspirational insights, actionable tips, tools, and techniques that you can apply immediately so you can create your best life. Sample topics include dealing with difficult people, how to get motivated and stay motivated, and transforming your struggles into success. If you're looking to create a more free and fulfilling life filled with greater happiness, health, and healing, you've come to the right place. My goal is to help you love your life. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. of the successful people that you know. Successful people know how to effectively manage their time so they can potentially double their productivity. In fact, overwhelmingly, managers and supervisors list good time management skills as an important ingredient when considering an employee's continued employment. I think for all of us, managing our time so that we can be more productive and get more done in less time is the ultimate goal. Now, with consistent practice, the strategies that follow that I'm going to give you will almost guarantee greater effectiveness. The first one, continuing learning, is a trait executives regularly cited to me among the top five behaviors they consider to be important in the workplace today. And as you know from previous podcast episodes that I've done, I conducted in-depth conversations with more than 200 managers supervisors, HR personnel, and CEOs to compile this research. So let's start with number one. Number one, study and master your core competencies. What do I mean by this? What is at least one important subject or competency you could learn or continue to develop that would bring you closer to achieving your most desired goal. Once you've answered that question for yourself, work on it every day, no matter what, except for the days you take to relax. You know, maybe on a Saturday, Sunday, whatever. You know, maybe those days you want to take a break. It's really up to you. And ask yourself, what do I need to improve that would bring me closer to achieving my dreams? Number two, speaking of that, number two, write down the specific areas and skills you identified. 
Enter all the skills you identified into your daily to-do list each day and commit to doing them 100%. Making time with no excuses and ideally no distractions. And I'll talk uh, later more about no distractions (laughs) because sometimes you can't help the distractions. If need be, consider letting the people around you know not to disturb you for the next hour or two, if possible. Most reasonable folks will accommodate your request if they can. Make a habit out of continuing to learn and practice these critical skills, whatever they are for you. And it may just be that there's one critical skill that you really need to work on. By honing them well, you may end up achieving better results in half the time. As Johann Wolfgang von Goethe stated so succinctly, everything is hard before it is easy. So those of you, you know who you are, if you're a perfectionist, don't beat yourself up when you don't do things perfectly. You are learning. And remember, perfectionism Perfectionism is about shame. Often we think we have to do things perfectly to make up for not feeling good enough, or sometimes it's because of something else in our past, maybe the way that we were raised or something that a teacher said. So as I have said in a previous podcast, maybe more than one, push perfectionism out the door. Number three, Work with your natural biorhythms on your most important tasks. What time of the day are you most productive? When do you have the most energy, concentration, and focus? Are you fitting your most productive hours into your workday? If you tend to be a morning person, that's when you should work on those areas of critical importance to your career. Now, it's been said that the most the, the most important time of the day for all of us in terms of getting our, our things done, the most important things done, is the first two or three hours of the day. So there's different schools of thought on that. You know, some people will say, uh, studies are showing that the most important time to exercise is first thing in the morning because you get it over with and you don't make an excuse. So as with everything, take what you like and leave the rest because of the tips I'm giving you, what works for one person, eh, maybe that strategy is not going to work for somebody else. So just be thinking, when are you most productive? And definitely if you're a morning person, that's when you should work on the most important tasks. Even if you are in the nine to five world working for somebody else, do your most important projects during your best time of day when you can. If you're a creative type like I am and get your best ideas at night, especially sometimes into the wee hours, 
jot down notes about those ideas in a journal you keep beside your bed or that you go into the kitchen and write down by your coffee maker so that you're going to see them first thing in the morning. Because I'll admit, sometimes my best ideas do come to me at night. And sometimes I'll just write them down and put them by the coffee maker for when I get back to work in the morning. Because if you don't write them down, you're more likely to suffer from insomnia because you go over and over those same things, those same ideas, not wanting to forget them. Now, don't wait too long to reread them, your ideas, and possibly use them when you get to work. Or if you have the luxury of flexible hours, as I do, let's say you're self-employed, you just might feel like working into the wee hours if your mind keeps jamming with creative juices. So kind of, like I said, do what you want with that. In a management and leadership skills keynote that I was conducting a while back, I heard a senior manager comment on how many employees complained to her that they're, quote unquote, not a morning person. Strangely, they had accepted positions that start at 7 a.m. This was a healthcare keynote. And a lot of these people were nurses and they had accepted positions that start early in the morning. You know, and she was shaking her head saying, you know, I don't know why they took these positions if they knew that they weren't a morning person. Well, you know, some people are just gonna say whatever they need to say to get their, you know, to get the job. So ideally, make sure that what you do for a living aligns with your core values, priorities, likes, and dislikes. If you're not in that place right now, because I've been there, I know what it's like when your job does not align with your core values, start planning for your ideal position in the future. And maybe for you, that's ultimately being self-employed. Otherwise, you'll get discouraged and disgusted with your work, no matter how much you're being paid. Number four, write down your goals and affirmations for those goals on index cards with specific start and end times. And I swear by this. Every morning, take time to write down your goals, your most important goals, as well as affirmations for those most important goals on a large sheet of paper in the present tense. For instance, years ago, when I wanted to get into the speaking business, I wrote down, I am happily conducting keynotes on leadership in Alaska. Now, I, I wrote down other states as well, as well as um, countries in Europe that I wanted to visit. But let's go back to a minute for Alaska. That's because Alaska was a place I'd never visited and I wanted to do keynotes everywhere. 
but especially there. (laughs) And yes, I've since been fortunate enough to do a lot of business there, thankfully almost exclusively in the spring and summer. By writing down your major goals and affirmations, you print them indelibly in the subconscious of your mind. It also puts you in the right frame of mind to think of how you'll accomplish these milestones. Feel as if you've already accomplished the goal. And this is something that I used to do when I wanted to get into the speaking business because getting into that positive emotional state and believing it is happening is the secret sauce. I cannot emphasize enough, literally getting into that positive state, feeling and believing it as if it is already happening. Do something every day that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. So this is all part of number four. I remember vacationing in Aruba a while back. Now, normally I don't work on vacation, (laughs) but this time, uh, this had come up pretty last minute and I had to prepare for a keynote speech for an upcoming conference in Seattle. When I told myself, okay, I'll work on it six hours a day while I'm in Aruba, understandably, I did nothing. Now, if you're like me, I tend to be a type A personality. I can kind of get into that uh, all or nothing mentality. And I was born in March and I'm an Aries. (laughs) So I don't always know how to think in moderation. And you know what? I think even the most motivated individual wouldn't be thrilled about working when on a beautiful beach in the Caribbean. You know, I mean, here this beautiful water was beckoning and I wasn't doing anything. So this was not working. However, as soon as I committed to writing this keynote speech and working on it for only 45 minutes a day with a specific time frame, for example, 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m., the task became much more palatable and doable. Once I got on a roll, I kept working past the 45-minute mark, but not for long because I had also scheduled a specific time to be on the beach as a reward for achieving my goal for the day. Miraculously, I finished writing my keynote speech in three days. And I think I worked on it coming back on the uh, airplane. So one thing that I have learned over the years, you can accomplish what you write down and you can accomplish more when you chunk it down. Now, I know I'm not telling you anything here that you haven't heard before, but sometimes we need to hear it again. So to avoid overwhelm, break it down into baby steps by doing a task 
within a project. Write down like I did, write down a specific start and end time and make it realistic. You can keep going if you get on a roll, just get started doing something because you'll be glad you did. And for me, just committing to that 45 minutes a day and then continuing to go on was very workable and very doable. Number five, understand the compounding effect of improving your skills and how it pays off. So select the skills you'd like to refine. Let's say you'd like to learn something new related to social media. This is also something that I've been doing recently. Then commit to improve those social media skills or that social media skill by just 1% a day for five days a week. When you do, by the end of each week, you'll be 5% more effective than you were at the beginning of the week. And think about this. At the end of a 52-week year, you'll be 26% more productive. With that amount of steady improvement, you'll increase your overall productivity, performance, and output by more than 1,000% over a 10-year period. Project 10 years into the future and think about what that increase could do for your income. You definitely experience more success and less stress. So when you're kind of beating yourself up that you know you don't think you're improving enough, just think about what that 1% a day can do. Number six, eliminate distractions and low value activities. Block out a chunk of time to work on improving those all important skills you've identified. Write down what you want to achieve, but before you begin, prepare yourself by eliminating the clutter around you. Here's an example. Clear off your desk, except for the essentials you need to work on for that important project. Now, if you suffer from ADD or ADHD, you know, if, if this is you, it can really help to clear off your desk except for those essential things that you need to work on that important project. It helps you to focus and to be, um, just to be less overwhelmed. Tell everyone who might interrupt you that you'll be unavailable until the time you're scheduled to finish, whatever that might be. Let's say you're just going to work on something and you really want to block out uh, two until three in the afternoon. If you have a boss, they probably won't mind if you say that you're being proficient and that you really want to block off this time just to, to get some key things squared away. And, you know, you want to do the best job that you can. And if you work from home, turn off the TV if 
it's a distraction. And turn off your cell phone if you can. Now, this might sound strange, but I emphasize turn off the TV if it's a distraction, because sometimes I actually get more accomplished when the TV is on, just having that background noise. You know, sometimes I'll go to a coffee house like Starbucks. So whatever helps you, because I know that for some of you, you may get more done when you have some noise in the background. If you're that person where, you know, you'd like to have some time with no distractions, decide what it would look like not having any distractions whatsoever, then see if you can create that. Some people work best remotely or from home, while others would be lunching with their best friend and doing a million other non-work related things. Self-motivation comes easily for me and I've always worked well best alone. Often I would picture the end goal and what it felt like as if I had already achieved it. Feeling like I was making a difference in people's lives in terms of education was a huge part of my motivation as well. I credit my success as a salesperson to that important reason, and it still drives me to this day in doing personal coaching, writing books, and speaking. Back in the day, I was honored as the number one sales producer out of approximately 180 account reps in company history for Holt, Reinhardt, and Winston, Dryden Press, and Saunders College Publishing. And back then, they were all under the umbrella of CBS College Publishing. The following year, I was named the company's number two sales producer, again, both in the United States and Canada. So I would say a big key in achieving your goals and dreams and improving productivity is to eliminate distractions when you can and focus on the good you are doing in the world. How is it that you're making a difference and focus on that? Knowing myself, if I had worked in an office 100% of the time, admittedly, those achievements might never have happened. Why? Because being indoors all day long never worked for me. I love the outdoors and being able to take a break outside. And it was nice, too, because I was, you know, technically in outside sales. Having said that, Everyone has different working styles. While some people work well alone, others find the isolation numbing. So make every attempt to create the style that best suits you. A lot of people, when I'm doing training, um, business training seminars or keynotes, a lot of people tell me they like to arrive at work early or stay late because it's peaceful to work when no one else is around. I've had people tell me that, you know, doing that, they get double the work done 
in half the time. But I know this isn't always possible. And some bosses won't allow flexible hours because of the effect it might have on the morale of other employees and what they allow for one, then they have to allow for others. At the very least, maybe you can take your lunch break at a time when fewer people are around. Okay, you know that I love quotes. I'd like to leave you with two quotes as it relates to improving productivity and going after your goals and dreams. The first is by the famous author, Robert Kiyosaki. He says, your future is created by what you do today, not tomorrow. The second by Josh Billings, he said, be like a postage stamp, stick to one thing until you get there. In closing, I think we all have to do things we don't like to do. You won't always feel like doing something. Instead, think about how good you'll feel when you accomplish those action steps. Stay focused on your end goal. It's one of the secrets to adopting joy. Please, if you haven't already subscribed to the Adopting Joy podcast, please do and share it with your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at adoptingjoy underscore. That's at adoptingjoy, J-O-Y, and the underscore symbol on Twitter at adoptingjoy. I'm also on Facebook at Colleen Joy Ryan, the one in the U.S. Thank you. Thank you.